Peace and blessings, my beautiful beings. You are now listening to the Glow and Grow podcast, a platform for women of color to be seen, to be heard, and to be a movement while glowing and growing into who God called you to be. I am your hostess with the mostest, Chanel, aka The Chosen One. Are you ready to go from surviving to thriving? Are you ready to glow and grow your money mindset? Well, stay tuned as we speak money mindset with financial coach Tremaine Wills. Peace and blessings, sis. Welcome back. Hello. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing well. Oh, I'm so grateful and so thankful that you're back. And I say you're back because this is the third time we're recording this episode. But God is good. And I'm just going to say it. The third time is the charm. Yes, it is. Yes, yes, yes. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get it started. My first question will have to be is who is Tremaine? Yes. So first, let me say thank you so much for having me on your platform. Um, I don't take it lightly when anybody invites me into a space to, you know, speak with their community because I know how protective I am over mine. So um, thank you for that. I am an investment advisor and financial planner. I work with black women entrepreneurs to help them create financial plans, invest and relieve financial stress. And so I've been in this space professionally since 2012. Um, I went out on my own and started my coaching company in 2014. And then here in 2020, at the onset of the pandemic, uh, we became a registered investment advisory firm. And so um, great things have been happening. Wow, that's beautiful. Um, my next question, Tremaine, it would have to be, what actually inspired you to create the Mind Over, Biz- Mind Over Money business? Um, when I first went into financial services, I realized that many of the people I was serving did not look like me. And so I wanted to take what I was learning back to my community and help more of us uh, create a healthy relationship with our finances. So in 2014, I left my employer, started Mind Over Money um, with like the foundation to educate. And so um, it really became clear that not only did we lack the access to the information, we didn't really have the mindset to build wealth. And so that's how the name came to be, um, really deciding that it was important to shift how we thought about value and our finances and ourselves, really, um, before we were going to be able to control our money. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Now, for the listeners that will be listening in and tuning into this podcast I will, they would like to know who is your ideal client? What do they look like or 
what is it that they need or, you know, that necessary? Mm. Yeah. So this is a good question. Um, and I think it's important that all business owners start to hone in on what their ideal client is. When I was first starting, um, I really was just in this space to teach. Right. And you really get an understanding that if you start to speak to everybody, you're really speaking to nobody. And so over the years, um, my, my audience has really niched down. And so my ideal client is a black woman who is an entrepreneur who is trying to create generational wealth. And for me, that looks like creating additional income streams. So I focus on helping um, black women who are either building a side hustle or who are own businesses um, increase their income streams so that they can achieve the wealth that they want to amass. All right. Okay. Now, my next question will have to be, um, Tremaine, is what would you consider to be um, one of your biggest failures or I would say one of your biggest life lessons in the business that you created, Mind um, Over Money? Um, oh, so if we're going to connect it to the business, I would say it would be lack of belief. So as I mentioned, I started my company in 2014 and I was completely part-time kind of just going through the motions until 2019. And so if you do a little bit of math, you'll realize that was five years, right? And I've had so much growth in the past nine months that has surpassed everything that I did the first five years. And I realized it was from, you know, just lack of belief in the vision that was placed on my heart and not believing that it could be me. And so if I had to say, you know, what my biggest failure, if we want to call it that, was being scared, um, you know, to to really bet on myself. Yeah, I believe um, that's that's something that a lot of us entrepreneurs struggle with, because I know that's something that I struggled with. And I still struggle with, you know, as far as, you know, just believing in yourself as well as the business. So I think just having that belief, like you said, is very, very important. And thank you so much for sharing that with us. Um, My next question will have to be is what inspires your fire? Um, quite a few things. So I I always ask people, you know, well, what's your why? What's your why? And so if I'm talking about personally, it's, you know, seeing the growth happen in my family, being able to help. Um, But as far as what inspires the fire in the business is just hearing the stories of how I've been able to help. Um, Because, you know, it's hard work, right? Especially when we're talking about people and their money, Folks get sensitive. They, you know, it's, it's a private conversation. And so for anybody to let you in on that, there has to be a level of trust there. So I don't take that lightly. So hearing, you know, different stories of being able to save money and purchase their first homes, improving credit, all of these different kind of things, you know, that just lets me know that even though it's been hard, it's making a difference. And so just, you know, going back to that, what the, the work is worth it. Um, the effort is worth it. And to make sure that 
there is some impact from what I do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, my next question will have to be is, what is a healthy habit that keeps you going on a day-to-day basis? Yes. So exercise, right? Um, fortunately for me, I have an amazing partner that is like pushing me to be the next best version of myself. And over the past six months, we've been working out and I like numbers, right? I like tracking. I like seeing progress. And so working out and tracking our numbers has helped me see, you know, measurement matters. Uh, Seeing how your growth um, has changed matters. And like with exercise, it's a really good way to see that visually. And then you can also see how that impacts you, right? And so, of course, we have to protect the temple, right? It doesn't matter if you accumulate all this wealth. If you aren't healthy enough to enjoy it, it's kind of like, well, what's the point, right? So for me, Mm -hmm. um, exercise has been huge because it's allowed me to push myself in another way, you know, getting stronger, trying to improve, um, you know, my, my BMI and learn to not pay so much attention to the scale and really just get a better understanding of, you know, what's good for my body it has been great. And so the thing that I believe is how you do anything is how you do everything. And so if we're going to, you know, push to be better versions of ourselves, it has to apply to like every facet of our lives, right? We can't just get our finances in order. We need to also work on building healthy relationships with the people in our circles, making sure that we're eating better, exercising properly, right? Taking care of your mental health. And so All of these things work together. And so for me, like this exercise piece has been huge um, because and two, you know, it's a way to keep your mind off of all the things we don't have access to right now um, while we're kind of in this lockdown for the pandemic. Yes. um, What I just want to highlight something that you just said that, you know, health is wealth and being as though if we accumulate so much wealth and we're not taking care of our body, we're not even going to be able to enjoy that in the further year. So I think that's, it's very important, like you said, to incorporate some form of exercise, whether it's yoga, cardio, some type of form. And, and it's good for your mental health, like you said. Um, let's see. My next question would have to be is... Who are the three people who have been the most influential to you? So if I had to name three people, um, the first two would be my parents. Um, Can you hear me? Okay. Yes. Um, So the first two would be my parents, right? I like to say that I've been spoiled by parents who, you know, consistently – pour into me I was fortunate to have parents who have always told me like yes you can you know just saying like all the positive great things I never really got that that vibe of like there's a ceiling over the things that I can achieve and I know that's not the case for many people right Um, not everybody has this amazing support network and so I, I attribute a lot of the values that I have to my parents because, you know, they're dope. 
right? So that would be those would be my my top two. And if I had to pick a third person, um, that's challenging. You could think of a teacher, maybe a a coworker. No, definitely not no coworkers. Um, a teacher you know what one of my teachers miss hartwell she was the first person to give me a c and i think you know at the time i was straight a student you know just doing the bare minimum to get the grades right um but this was the first time I actually didn't give enough and realized, oh, snap, like, okay, I'm actually going to have to either grow and to get better at this, to learn from it, or accept that this mediocrity is not enough to just skate by. And so mm-hmm. um, I think one of the reasons why, and Miss, Har- she's definitely one of my favorite teachers, Um but one of the reasons why this was so important is because I was in an accelerated program. So I did IB at Warwick and Miss Hartwell is a black teacher, right? In this program that doesn't have very many black students. And in that moment, right, it could have been, you know, well, let me just give you this grade and help you out. But it turned into, no, let me hold you accountable and give you the grade that you earned and show you like you need to do better, right? And so I appreciate that moment because it's come up later in my life where I realize when you have more talent and capability, often more is required of you. And so you can't just look for the Mm -hmm. easy way out all the time. Sometimes you have to put in a little bit more effort um, so that you can show up as your best self. So. I do appreciate that because I think that has helped me a lot in growing this business where if I was, you know, just a regular employee, um, you know, you kind of can just get by with doing the bare minimum. But when everything is on you, is that what you want your brand to be? Like you just skating by on the bare minimum. And so forcing myself to show up when I don't feel like it or when stuff is hard um, is definitely one of those things I learned from getting that first C. Wow. No, that's beautiful. Shout out to Miss. You said her name was Miss Hartford, correct? Yes, Miss Hartwell. Miss Hartwell. Well, shout out to Miss Hartwell for giving you that seat and actually making you push just to do, you know, not just the bare minimum, but to exceed above and beyond. Because, like you said, I don't, if she hasn't, if she didn't, maybe you wouldn't have went so hard for Mind Over Money. Yeah, you know? there have been quite a few times I wanted to quit. And so I think, too, like, I've just been very, very fortunate. I have an amazing support system and everybody around me, at least now, is constantly reminding me of my wins and not allowing me to stay focused on the things that don't go so great. Right. Um, And that's important, too. Right. We have to be mindful of the company we keep, because if I was around folks who didn't uplift motivate and inspire me and hold me accountable most importantly um i would have stopped a long time ago 
but I'm definitely blessed to have a support system that sees and believes in me, um, which is helping me to keep going when stuff gets hard. Yeah, I think having a support system like that in your corner is very important, especially on the entrepreneur journey, because like you said, it's a fight. Sometimes you just want to give up and sometimes, you know, that belief isn't there. But if you have that support system that actually see what you're doing and they believe in you and they can give you that push, it makes you get back up and keep going. So my next question will have to be is, what advice would you give your 16-year-old self? Save and invest your money. (laughs) So when I was 16, I was braiding hair. And I also had an internship at NASA. And so I was making really, really good money. But I have nothing to show for it now. Um, I got caught up buying everything, you know, teenagers buy. And I also was gifted a car my mom's old car. And so, you know, you couldn't tell me nothing, right? I had a car, I had money. I was able to buy clothes, buy food, you know, and hang out. And so I really didn't learn the the value of saving and investing until much later. And if I had started doing the things then that I know now, oh my goodness, I would be retired already. And so that's what I would tell the 16 year olds now. Like, of course you do want to enjoy your money. And this is something that I preach, right? We don't want to build wealth and like be miserable until we reach the goal. Cause who's to say you don't die on the journey, right? You want to enjoy the journey too, but you also want to make responsible decisions. And so if I do earn something, I want to think about my future self and put some money into savings and start to invest, um, you know, early so that my money has time to, to compound and grow. So if there's anybody out here who is younger um, and me, us older folks too. Um, think about your future self. Yeah. And save and invest for that future version of you, so that you can look back and be like, you know what? I'm happy I started when I did. You're right because at 16, oh Tremaine, I had two jobs like you with a with a car, and oh my goodness. And as I look back, it's like you know you could have been a millionaire mm-hmm. back now. <laughs> easily like I could have had multiple properties by now if I had that that guidance and that you know the knowledge on budgeting and investing and then things like that which again it's no one's fault because I say this is my point of view with like my mother and father's generation they were just surviving you get what I'm saying so they didn't necessarily have the knowledge and the wisdom on budgeting and finances. They were just literally just making a way, you know? So I think that advice to the 16 year old self is, is very important. And for the ladies that are listening, like she said, invest, get you a budget plan, get with Tremaine. So in the future, 20 years from now, you can look back and be like, wow, I'm so happy that I, I invested mm-hmm. in myself. So I can be a, a step closer to the best version of self. So, yeah, I think I think that's some good advice for your 16 yeah. year old self. Um, my, my next question would have to be is actually 
what is some advice you would actually give to one of our sisters that is looking on to glow and grow their money? The first thing I suggest is to find out why, you know, um, many of us, we want things or we want, you know, money, but bigger, more important rather is why do you want any of these things? Right. Because if the money itself was enough motivation, we would hoard the money, but we don't. (laughs) And so we have to figure out, you know, what are our motivating reasons? You know, do you have children that you want to create a better life for? Are there parents that you want to retire? Um, You know, do you just want a better life for yourself, right? It doesn't always have to be somebody external. It can be for you. And so figure out whatever that reason why is and get really connected to it, right? Because it is a tough journey to change, but it is also tough to stay broke. And so you have to pick what tough you want. Pick the hard. Mm -hmm. And being connected to that why will help you when it gets difficult. So I would say to anybody that's trying to make the transition on this journey, figure out why it's important. And if that why is strong enough, it'll help you push through. Many of us don't have a strong enough reason to change. And that's why we continue to stay the same because change is difficult. It's just, it's like, you know how they always talk about millennials in the workplace. And then, you know, you got the the boomer generation where, Um, You know, they don't like all this new technology. Right. And it's not that there's anything against the technology. It's learning the changes is what the gripe is. And so all of us experience that we get comfortable with certain a certain way that something is and you have to learn something different. And that's uncomfortable. Right. Our, Our bodies regulate us to stay at a certain temperature. Right. We like comfort. And so you have to grow Um, past that and learn that the growth is in the discomfort you can't grow and stay the same Mm -hmm. I I believe that the only thing in life that is you know for sure Mm -hmm. is change that's it it's change and of course death but most importantly change so I think that's some great advice. Um, Tremaine, for the ladies that is actually tuning into the podcast now, where can they connect with yes. you at online? So on social media, all of my handles are Tremaine Wells. But more importantly than connecting with me, I want to get everybody connected to the free Facebook group. So it's called Get Your Money Right. Um, it's a free community. Right now we have about 1,300 members looking to improve their finances it's a safe space where you can share talk about what you've learned ask questions about things you need help with um we'll be starting the new year strong trying to figure out what folks goals are and so that would be the place that i would say to connect um if you are looking for more one-to-one support then of course you can reach out to me and we can figure out if it makes sense to work together Beautiful, beautiful. Well, Tremaine, I thank you so much (laughs) for doing this podcast with me, joining us on this podcast. Um, Again, not for the first time. This (laughs) is the third time. And (laughs) it got me the glory that this is it. And it's going to be a banger. And it's going to actually help someone start thinking about how to change 
their money yes, mindset. We want to shift from, you, know? you, you said a little bit about it earlier. We want to shift from surviving to thriving. We have to move out of that. Just yes. let me in a space to just get by to where we can like explode. Right. And then be able to give from our overflow. So that's the mission. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Well, ladies, um, until we meet again, you know how we do. Be seen, be heard, and be a movement. Peace. Thanks, sis. Thanks, Have a too. good night. <laughs>